0: God of mercy, God of love, may only your words be spoken. May only your words be heard. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. So it's is a very confusing story we heard tonight with a lot of big ramifications for the world. So I need all young people to come forward to help me tell this story. However you self-identify, come right on up. I need your help and I need it now. You can have a seat right on the floor, right there. There we go, come right on up. If an adult needs to bring you, they're welcome too. Adults need a lot of help with this story. Because they tend to understand it and then the older we get, we start to not understand it anymore. Anybody else wanna come up? You got me from there? You can get me from there. Got? Yeah. Alright. I see you back there. Alright. So, can anybody tell me what happened in the gospel story? Anybody tell me what story we heard? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> Something about Jesus. Very good. Very good. There's a ringer in every crowd. So, of how God figured out that we couldn't figure it out on our own, that God tried and tried and tried to show us what love looked like. God made creation, right? What more loving act is there than that? And then God sent prophets and God sent queens and kings and all sorts of people who came and tried to say, hello, this is what love looks like. This is what God wants for you, to know how much you are loved. But we didn't get it, and we didn't get it again. So God said, all right, I'm going to have to come down there myself, God said. And that's what God did, right? You ever hear a parent say, don't make me pull the car over? It's a little bit like God pulling the car over, right? Except what happened was that God came to live among us in a baby, Jesus. Now, right, I know, confusing. God in a baby. So we heard a part of the story in the gospel today, but I want to tell you a story that maybe you've heard me tell before in this context, and maybe it's new for you. But this is a story I like to tell that gives us a little bit of a behind-the-scenes look at what might have actually happened to end up with a baby in a manger. So you all have a part to play in this, okay? When I say, but one angel said, you are all gonna answer. Put your hand up like this. Can you put your hand up like this? Hello? There we go, good. Put your hand up in the air and you're gonna say, brilliant, they won't be expecting that. Okay, ready, one, two, three. But one angel said, Brilliant. Brilliant. It won't be back. God looked down from heaven. Disappointed, really, with how things were going down here in the world. God decided it was time to step in. It was time to send someone from God who would change the world. The angels asked God, oh, all right. Shall we send an army?" God said, silly, right? God said, no, no, we won't send an army. Maybe, maybe just one person. And the angel said, God, one person? But one angel said, brilliant, it won't be a second match. The angel said, God, if it's one person, it should be someone powerful and strong. But God said, they don't need to be strong. I'll send a baby. The angel said, a baby? But one angel said, Brilliant. They won't be The angel said, God, that's way too risky. Way too risky. Then if you're going to send a baby, they ought to be born to someone important who can keep them safe, like a, like a great ruler or, or a king or a queen. And God replied, no, angels, not a king or a queen. I will send him to be born of a peasant girl, full of courage. The angels said, God, a peasant girl? But one angel said, The angels asked, we see you're going to take the world by surprise, God. But what good can one little baby do in a world when they're born to a lowly villager? God told the angel, well, you see, I'm not going to send just any baby. I'm going to send the prince of heaven. The prince of heaven. Yes, God said, I'll send my son. The angels asked. Oh, God, your son? But one angel said, "Really, they won't be back. The angels got really worried. It's too risky, God, they said. Sending your son in disguise as a baby, born not to kings or queens, but to lowly villagers? Surely he cannot be born in a cottage. He ought to be born in a palace. No, he's right. You're smart. God said, You're right, angels. He won't be born in a cottage. And the angels all said, Phew. God said, He'll be born in a stable. And the angels all asked, A stable, God? Among the animals and the hay? And the smell? <laughs> the one angel you know said, Brilliant. They won't be sent back. The angels asked, but God, if he's born in a stable among the hay and the smell, who's going to ever even know that he's there? How will they notice? And God said that those who will look for him will find him and that God's Son will bring peace to the world. When the prince of heaven is done on earth, God said, nothing will ever, ever be able to get in the way between God's love and God's people. But the angels, you know, they're a scrappy bunch and they're persistent and they ask God, you know, God, can we just, you know, leave some clues because people haven't gotten a great track record understanding what it is you're doing. Can we leave leave some clues? Like maybe in the stars. God thought for a bit, right? God said, clues in the stars. All right, that's a good idea. Sure, why not? We'll make one big star that points directly (coughs) where Jesus will be born. Anybody know what the name of that star is? The North Star, (laughs) right. And sometimes we call the North Star. Star. Uh, It's okay. (laughs) There are no wrong answers, people. The Star of Bethlehem, that's right. Then the angels asked if they could sing. They wanted to please God, could we please sing to welcome the newborn baby? All right, all right, God said. But you can't sing to the whole wide world. That is just weird, okay? So, maybe not to everyone, and certainly not to queens and kings or rulers of any kind. And then one angel asked, how about shepherds? That's a lonely job, they thought. They sure could use some cheering up. God paused, and God smiled, and God looked at the angels and said, you know what? That's brilliant. (laughs) They won't be expecting that. (laughs) And here's the thing. The most surprising part of this story is a part we haven't even gotten to yet. The most surprising part of the story is that now God chooses you. Not rulers and kings, not even elected officials, not pop stars or sports stars, not people who sing on the radio or act in the movies, not just that, but God chooses you, no matter how old you are, no matter how long you've been around, no matter what you think you know or don't know, and most of all, no matter how much somebody has told you you are not the kind of person God would choose, that makes you exactly the kind of person that God would choose. You all sitting in front of me right now, you are the ones that God chooses to make God's love known to a world that really, really needs to know it. You might be surprised. You might be shocked that God would choose you to do God's work in the world. That God would choose you to bring joy and happiness and peace and hope and love into this world, to bring light into the darkness that is everywhere. You might be a little surprised. You might even say, No way, not me. But you know what God says? Brilliant! They won't be expecting that. Amen. Very personal.